Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Jake Jabarelli, with my two co-hosts, because John's on the road, Blockchain John, as well as Cryptomop Mike. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yep, doing good. Just on the road, heading back home. Cool. That's good to know that you guys are Happy back. Sunday. Happy Sunday, yeah. Um, this content is for entertainment purposes only. Any, content, any comments made by us, the host, or any guests we may have on the show is not financial advice. Getting on with the top 10 daily stats. We're going to be using crypto, uh, pardon me, CoinGecko here. I'm going to do one more refresh before we get on to it since it's constantly changing. Bitcoin currently sitting at the top here as it always has been since it came out, <laughs> literally, at $42,000 or about just slightly north of $42,000. A 11.4% drop over the last week at 800 or 801.9 billion. Oh, it's so low. It's so low. Ethereum in position two at just about 3192. Uh, also down a lot over the last week. It's 15.6% down, and a market cap of 380 billion. Tether is in third place, slightly under a dollar, even though it's a stable coin. It's down half a percent because there's so much trade going on at 78.2 billion. Binance Coin is in fourth position at $441 and a seven-day loss of 16.5%, just like Ethereum. It's also at $74.2 billion. Solana is in fifth position at $142 and it's a loss of 20.4%, ouch, and a $44.3 billion market cap. USD Coin, another stable coin, is a little off at the moment because of the high trade going on. It's about half a percent down over the last week. And a market cap of 43.6, just underneath Solana. Cardano, uh, Cardano is a few billion down there. It's currently $1.19, 14% uh, drop over the last week, and a $38 billion even market cap. XRP also sitting just slightly under Cardano at 0.76, a 10% loss over the last week, and a $36.3 billion cap. Polkadot's in position 9 currently at 24.97. 12.8% loss over the last week at the $26.7 billion market cap. And Terra is falling up the end here at the position number 10 at 74.54 and 18.6% loss over the last week with $26.7 billion market cap. Now, just to hit the last five, which we sometimes talk about, um, Doge and Shiba Inu are still kind of jockeying for whatever position they're currently in. Um, but everything in the top 15 has lost. Everything is down, including the stable coins. So it's just a lot of loss. The thing that's kind of funny is if you look at the 16th position on CoinGecko, you can see that it's at 37% up. Chainlink is making huge strides right now. And there's been quite a few other coins like Internet Computer, which is currently 40% up. Um, uh, Harmony, and if we go further down. But there's a couple of coins that are making games like I think Poly was up quite a bit. It's down now, but... Um, there have been several coins that have been making huge strides, like Cosmos. Even though Cosmos is currently down 1% over the last uh, seven days, it has been up quite a bit. So it's, uh, or Adam, the code. I would say this is a really good time to buy. Yes, this is a great time to buy. Um, so our market cap is up slightly. The entire cap is up to $2.1 trillion right now, 2.3% up in the last 24 hours. Uh, that's good to see because it was really touching on the $2 trillion mark there for a while. So... I was, I mean, we've lost half a trillion dollars in the last month, which is disappointing, but it's a great time to buy, as John says. 
And it, I've already collected my candies, but if you haven't, we recommend that you do. I'm at currently 11,280 uh, candies that I've collected, and I got my candies already today. So um, get your candies, get your rewards, get your subscriptions, get your NFTs when they come out. And then we'll just make our segue over here to the plug. Remember, if you appreciate our content, and I know you guys do because you keep listening to us, please like this video. We would really appreciate that. And if you would like to continue hearing us talk about crypto news as well as the top 10, uh, you can subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you can also subscribe, I believe, on other the podcast methodologies as well. Uh, you can hit the notification bell. We post every Wednesday and Sunday. Today is Sunday the 9th. Um, you can check us out on Discord. We have a channel, which a lot of participation is going in. There's also a market there now. And um, I know, Mike, did you want to talk briefly when I'm done with this about the, the stickers? Sure. But yeah, I mean, let me just finish this up. Uh, we have a Patreon, uh, $3, $5, and $10 values, which you can uh, participate there. We have content there that you can get in addition to our normal content, as well as if you would like to donate in crypto format we accept bitcoin ethereum binance basic attention token and raven all that information is in the description below so mike please tell us more about the uh, deal so we can get that oh we can do it after the episode okay after the news to after the news all right getting on to the news we are using crypto potato as our new news uh site location uh it is interesting to see their news they don't seem to be uh, all that much different than our previous news group, but uh, Crypto Potato is kind enough to let us utilize their news. Uh, so we're grateful to them for that. So uh, let's see here. John, you're, you're first, right? Yep, got it. All right. First article written by Jordan Lyonchev. Study shows 1,000 projects control $100 billion worth of locked DeFi and Web3. A recent report by Electric Capital Developers shows that more developers are getting involved in the decentralized technology space. The 2021 paper shows that $100 billion worth of smart contracts has been locked in Web3 Projects platform. DeFi projects which rarely record, uh, which rarely record remarkable success also among the focus of the study. Among the most intriguing aspects of, of the data leads to some centralization as the majority of the funds are in projects that are controlled by 1,000 developers. The release published earlier this week drew its conclusion from approximately 500,000 coding projects at GitHub with 160 million commits. The paper describes Web3 as the fastest growing niche in the decentralized sphere and stated that the demand for such developers is at an all-time high. The information available through the study shows that 18,000 active developers made monthly commits to open-source crypto-related Web3 projects in 2021. Interestingly, 34,000 new developers got involved in the same year. This has set a new all-time high record as the graph above illustrated. It further observed a 65% increase in the involvement of developers in Web 3.0 projects, which also shows a substantially higher affinity to the sector in 2021. Some of the most notable projects that have seen an influx of commits due to enhanced interest from developers are Bitcoin and Ethereum. Other 
others with noticeable involvement of coders are Polkadot, Solana, Cardano, Cosmos, BSC, and Polkadot. These have more than 250 developers working on their code bases every month. The concept of Web 3.0 and the decentralized internet has intrigued developers since decentralization technology became a trend. Uh, however, few projects such as Polkadot have been able to create a to create practical channels through the interoperability of blockchain networks. This has shown the practicality and possibility inherent to, despite the skepticism of critics such as Elon Musk, who believes that the prospects of decentralization, decentralized internet is more of a marketing buzzword. That's kind and of that's all we... Interesting commentary on that one because... Uh... <laughs> I, I don't want to comment too much on a person's ability to write an article, but in this case, uh, <laughs> including Polkadot in the same sentence as, as a list of, of uh, projects going on is kind of funny. Others will, no, will uh, with noticeable involvement of coders are Polkadot, Solana, Cardano, Cosmos, BSC, and Polkadot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that <laughs> it's too. Not, but... It's not you. It's the way it was written. It's just funny to me. Exactly, yeah. So. I, I'm sure someone would make a comment about that when they then they see you reading. I go, why did you say polka dot twice? I'm like, that was what was written. So. That's what was written. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting to see that how many people are involved. Uh, obviously, DeFi and Web3 are, are huge, but $100 billion. I mean, that's what? Uh, currently, uh, 5% of the entire volume of, of money that's in crypto. So. At least shows up on the market the way we, we look at it. So, so Mike, do you want to talk? To, yeah. Give us the next one. Yeah, when you when you put it like that, it's not not much money if it's only five percent. Yep. Okay, so our next article is written by Jordan Lavanich. Lionchev. 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 I'm pretty so sure. Coinbase I, I, I might be mispronouncing it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Coinbase co-founder Fred Hersman led insider sell-off with $91 million worth of Coins shares. And Coin shares are the it's a ticker for Coinbase stock. Yep. Oh, so he dumped it. Okay. Yep. Amid crashing crypto prices after the bull run in October and November 2021, U.S. SEC data reveals that Coinbase executives have been on a selling spree over the past three months. Overall, the insiders dumped more than $90 million worth of coin. That's crazy. Yeah, they're trying to get their money out. We've been involved in this so, so long. They're trying to get out of it. Do you think that's the reason why the prices are going down? It is like pretty much the biggest exchange in the United States. I'm sure there's other reasons for it because this, I mean, this, yes, it has been going down. People are like, oh, why are the people involved in the project selling all their, their money off of it? I think it's because Coinbase has been around for a long time, and people are like, "Okay, I would re really like to my, my investment out." But at the same time, it's like, "Why are you taking ninety million dollars out? That's a lot of cash." Because they want to put it into something better, probably. And right, prices are pretty good right now. I'm just oh, yeah. saying that ninety million isn't just sitting idle. Nope, it's doing something. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, coins sell off by executives, according to a recent filing with SEC. Coinbase co-founder co Fred Ershman and Chief Product Officer Chatterjee together sold coin stock worth over $40 million in December 2021. 
Wow. Good for them for getting that kind of money. Uh, Ersham and Chatterjee sold shares worth $31 million and $9 million, respectively. Chief Accounting Officer Jenna Jones sold Coinshock, sorry, Coinstock worth $253,000 during the month. Interesting. Um, yeah, I would bet. I would bet that Jennifer Jones is just trying to pay her rent. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. She, she seems smart. She's like, no, I'm going to keep the money in the company that I work at and see the books totally and completely. Uh, it seems like a very small number compared to the product officer and the co-founder. Yep. Urshan um, leads the sell-off. I, Documents show Urshan. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. this sell-off part. You missed that part. Uh, this this sell-off is significant compared to overall transactions in Coinbase stocks. However, analysts believe it does indicate dwindling confidence of insiders and early investors in the publicly held traded crypto exchange that's the in the thing states. That's bothersome, right? That's what we're thinking that the prices mm-hmm. going down. Maybe, maybe they'll just put it all into Bitcoin after they've made <laughs> insane amount of money. They'll, they'll make more Bitcoin. Yeah, you can buy five Bitcoin with that quarter million dollar purchase. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the sell-off by Coinbase Insiders has totaled over $331 million in the last three months, while no purchases have been made during that period. Oh, wow. Wow. That, they should have led with that number in the article. Exactly. Uh, the U.S. SEC guidelines requires directors, company officers, and shareholders with 10% or more outstanding stock to report trading details with the regulator. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yep. Coin stock in choppy waters. Since its listing in April 2021, the performance Coinbase coin stock has been in line with overall market movements. According to public data, the newly listed stock opened at $381, reached a high of $430, and closed its first day at $310. Did you guys get in early on Coinbase? I did, but then I sold it once it kept dropping. I was like, I don't want to keep losing money on this. I never got into it. I'm holding it to the ground. I didn't buy it at $380, but... You know. I didn't buy 380 either, but I did buy yeah. it before the end of the day, so. Yeah, <laughs> same boat. Uh, however, <laughs> by the first week of May, it slipped low $300 as Bitcoin began to nosedive. On May 4th, coin stock opened at 292 Despite initial rising, it closed the day at 275 and again attained a $300 territory on October 19th, opening at 300 and rising to 308 Writing the bullish market sediment in October and November, Coin maintained a $300 territory with a peak in November as it jumped to 369. All right, you know it could have jumped to 368 or 370, but I feel like this author was like, "Yeah, it's a good number. I'm gonna pick that metric." <laughs> However, the crypto market correction that started in early December has impacted the shares as well. Coin has spent the majority of its time below $300 and even dropped beneath 240 January 7th. Ooh, that is quite the job. Yeah. I haven't even opened the trading account since I bought it. So about the stock is I'm curious now since I never got into it. Is it a good time to get into it now? <sighs> I, I would question that since That's everybody keeps question. selling it off, right? So I, I don't know. Waiting. It could it could get real bloody a few months from now. Yep. I'm thinking by like April time it could the market could be pretty scary. Or you missed your shot. One or the other. Well, I mean, it could either be really great or really suck. I mean, I mean, the only thing I don't think is I don't think it's going to be idle for the next four months. You know, it's going to go one or the other. There's going to be tons of blood or tons of Lamborghinis. 
continuing his final article. Go ahead. Sorry, John. Mercury's filled with blood. And yeah, that's it for that article. All right. So the last article here is from Dimitar Zanzarov. Uh, Australian Open joins the metaverse by partnering with Decentraland. That's cool. One of the world's biggest tennis tournaments, the Australian Open, or AO, is entering both the NFT and metaverse side of the cryptocurrency industry. This year's championship will be held in Decentraland, a leading virtual reality platform. That's amazing. Yeah. At the time, it will be interesting to see how they do this. I, I hope it's it's mirrored. It would be really cool if if they like tied the, the performance of uh, the the athletes to something that was going on in the game or in the decentral land. That would be amazing. At the same time, fans will be able to, to participate further by buying non fungible tokens linked to live match data. AO dives into the metaverse. As Omicron cases in Australia surge, and they really are surging, sadly, the uh, organizers of the Australian Open decided to grant greater access to both international spectators and even locals who are concerned to attend matches in person. As such, the tournament will also take place in Decentraland. There, visitors will be able to observe the main stadium Rod 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 Laver Arena, to explore restaurants and, of course, watch tennis matches. Quote, with the next wave of technology, global tennis fans will have an opportunity to be a part of the 2022 Australian Open in a way never before available, said Craig Tilly, the AO tournament director. End quote. Actually, quote before he said it. But additionally, the organization will release a collection of 6,776 non-fungible is there something significant about that number non-fungible tokens called art ball nfts each collectible will be will correspond to a winning shot from all the matches of the 2022 championship owners will also receive an airdrop with footage of the point virtual wearables and other benefits in the future should one of the 11 championship points land on the plot the holder will uh of the connected NFT can claim and get the physical tennis ball, well, that's pretty cool, from the match used in the game in a specifically handcrafted case. That is awesome. Especially for people fans of, really t- cool. of tennis. I, I think I'd be more a fan of it for a different sport than tennis, but I still think it's neat that they're doing that. The non-fungible tokens will be tracked by the same technology employed to judge the matches in the game points. That's cool. The art ball NFTs will go on sale January 10th while AO Decentraland event goes live on January 17th, the same day in the physical tournament begins. Earlier this week, the Korean electronics giant Samsung introduced uh, the new metaverse experience called Samsung 837X, which is not cryptic at all. The, <laughs> the feature, empowered by Decentraland, will enable clients to virtually attend quests or live music events. Quote, Best of all, you can earn NFT badges and exclusive limited supply collections of Samsung Decentraland wearables to customize your avatar, end quote, Samsung explained. Samsung 837X will be open in Decentraland for a limited period, which means get in there and get that stuff quick. Throughout the ongoing year, the Korean company plans to 
bring the experience to more people by launching a multiverse approach on new platforms. Quote, Metaverse empowers us to transcend physical and spatial limits to create unique virtual experiences that could not happen otherwise. Innovation is in our DNA, and we can't wait for you all to experience this burgeoning virtual world. End quote. Samsung's Michelle Crossman Matos concluded. That's cool that Samsung's... I think it would be fun to get... I know... I guess the thing I'm thinking of when I was going around to Decentraland early, early, early days, Binance had their own little kiosk in there. And I went into the kiosk when there was no one there. And they had a bunch of NFTs that were clothing that you could get. So I just picked them up because they were freely available. And now those NFT pieces of clothing that you can use on your avatars in the game are worth like $120 a piece. Wow. That's cool. Because they're, in a, you know, they're NFTs, right? There was only, I think they said they only had 999 of them. So... Um, that's still quite a few, but you can't get that hoodie anymore. There's only 999 of them. So, cool. I like yeah. this. Uh, this is pretty cool. I can't wait to like more metaverses. Like, like we had this event yesterday, or uh, still technically going on today in Braveland. But yesterday was like everybody was there. That's the uh, the Ravencoin um, metaverse, and there's a lot of people there yesterday, on and off all throughout the hour, throughout the day, just just hanging out having a good time it was good it was good i mean yeah that's the feature man that's the feature yeah the happening is happening. on that website right now it's really cool yeah let's see the balls look, look really pristine Raven and so does happening. the sorry go ahead mike my, my, my apologies no uh, so does the the tournament grounds the raven con happening is only one day and 16 hours away so 40 hours yeah i'm up pretty quick man I was really hoping the price of Ravencoin would go much higher, but because of this downturn in the market, I think it's causing everyone to fall a little bit. Because for a while there, Ravencoin was hit, what, 13 cents, I think? Yeah. If you, now if you look at Bitcoin, it never shot up right at the happening. It was always like a couple months after. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, it, it, I guess it depends. Sometimes it goes up ahead, sometimes it goes up afterwards. It depends on the coin. But I have noticed in the past... Uh, other happenings and other coins that are significant that they uh, they go up a lot before then they drop down and they go up again afterwards so we may see a, a much larger we could be like a month and a half from now but I, I'm not a hundred percent certain that Raven's coins value will hit two dollars and thirty cents like I was predicting a year ago so we'll see uh, that's a problem that's the problem you should not have predicted it now we're, we're never going to see it you no, know, it, it, it was based on it was based on uh, the the trends. I wasn't doing it based on my expectation. I was doing it based on trends. The trend value should have been that sometime either before or shortly thereafter, Ravencoin happening. It was if it, it because Ravencoin was literally following Bitcoin almost perfectly. Um, yeah. If it does continue to follow it almost perfectly, it should hit two dollars. Well, at least two fifteen to two dollars and thirty cents by. February or possibly early March. So there's yeah. there's a lot of hype right now with Ravencoin, man. No joke. Like a lot of people are kind of getting really annoyed and pissed off about OpenSea, about uh, their smart contracts and the NFTs not being really uh, um, given to the owners themselves. It's kind of just stuck on OpenSea, and people are just pissed off about that. You know, um, but everyone says, you know, huh? Sorry, sorry. But saying? if you use something like, like if you use something like Ravencoin, since uh, the NFT is actually tethered to the UTXO and not a smart contract, 
you can easily you do the transaction like that on Ravencoin. So a lot of people are starting to see that as what's what's a real NFT, unlike OpenSea that has smart contracts. Yeah, it, it should have been a, a big red flag when you can make an NFT for free on OpenSea. There's zero charge. Yep. Uh, it's still Anyways, it's, yeah. it's still the wild wild west when it comes to uh, how things work and a lot of people are still super skeptical I mean, the, the number of people I run into are just like Bitcoin is evil I'm like you have no idea what you're talking about USD is evil yeah there's so many different things that are that are misperceived so it's, it's somewhat understandable mm -hmm. that people don't get it but all right well um, you want to talk about the uh, sticker now Mike yeah, um, so we're having a Ravencoin Havening sticker contest. The deadline to get in is before the Havening. I'm going to ship out one last, or one last series of envelopes tomorrow. And it, if you uh, submit your information to us, we'll send you out five stickers. Put the stickers wherever you want. And we'll upload them to rvn-contest.com slash having. And before the next fork, or the P2SH fork, We'll have people vote on which is their favorite, and that person's going to win some NFTs and Ravencoin. Awesome. And also, all the voting is done on Ravencoin. So if you, you know, want to contribute, been... sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. sorry. I'm getting if you want to contribute to the competition or contest, and you don't want to give uh, your address or con contribute in the sticker wise, they'll send us a message with your Raven address that's asset aware, and we'll send you a vote token so you can vote too. Cool. I, I know you guys can't see it because I'm not streaming it, but uh, I'm posting. I'm showing, currently showing the Raven-Contest.com website on on the stream. Or awesome. On the video. I have an I have another plug. Already. Yep. Another Raven, Ravencoin plug. It's called the Ravencoin Torch. I'm releasing the torch tomorrow. There's a lot of people on Twitter that know about it, but I want to let everybody know to get a chance on the Ravencoin Torch, which is a torch. That it has a, a one million um, uh, assets attached to it. I'm going to keep one as a starting point, and then transfer the 999,999 to another person, and that person's going to keep one, then transfer the rest, and then so on and so forth until it travels all around the world, and everybody gets a Ravencoin torch. That's the goal: is try to get it distributed everywhere around the world. Now, in order to participate in this Ravencoin torch, you have to be connected to the Discord channel. We have a Ravencoin torch channel there that you have to uh, keep track of where this torch is going. You know, uh, if, you, if you're the next person in line, obviously you're going to receive all, all the torches. The next person you're going to send, you got to make sure that they're part of the Discord and you have to put down their, uh, their uh, Ravencoin asset aware address in, in, the, uh, in the channel so we're all aware of where it's going. You know, because the last time this happened, it was dead on like the, like, less, like, Mike, were you there on the last Ravencoin torch? I was there. I got one. It didn't last how many, long. How many, exactly, it didn't last long. So my, my goal is that for the for the uh, for this to last as long as it can, I want everyone to be be part of the the uh, the uh, Discord channel, and we can keep track of that to see who has it, so we don't so we don't lose it. So, so yeah, curious. Raven. Oh, I've got I'll make a couple more tweets about this. About um, you're sending all the coins signs the one coin that that person gets to the next person. So. That person has to transfer all except the one coin to the next person, right? 
Yep. Correct. Until there's only one left. And you were trusting these people to not keep the torches to themselves. Correct. Yeah. Okay. How long did the last one go? Raven <laughs> It's it's not a high bar to cross. But if we can if we can pass the last one, that would be pretty cool. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. Okay. Raven hey, uh, I got a question for you guys about the sticker contest. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts about airdropping a bunch of vote tokens to people who hold uh, really popular Ravencoin NFTs? Mm, that's an interesting influence idea. <laughs> hmm. send, out, send out a tweet and let's see what the community says. Can you do a poll on that? Um, yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I think right. uh, that wraps up cryptocurrency chat today. Yep, we do. Thank you all for participating, and I'll hit the. Uh, uh, thank you everyone for coming out and, and watching the episode today here on YouTube or on your podcast, your favorite podcast platform. Uh, we always appreciate a like and subscribe if you want to continue to listen to us or watch us as it is. Uh, we post every Wednesday and Sunday on, uh, as well as we do, uh, still doing, as far as I'm aware. Um, interviews with certain interesting people in crypto you can check us out on discord and of course uh the marketplace on discord we also have patreon as well as uh, donation methods of bitcoin ethereum binance bat and raven so uh as john always says or does john want to say it <laughs> i'll do it yeah of course man okay. ready here we go Facts, sets and hodl adios <laughs>